Hey everyone. So, if something is constructed by something, in other words, um, how we're built is from, you know, relentless action, right? So, the sperm meets the egg, it grows. Things are always in a state of action of growing. Right, so it's almost like the billiard ball that hits the other billiard ball that goes into, right, that net. So we're built by different actions, one upon the other. I mean, you just look at the universe, everything is affecting everything else. You know, butterfly flaps its wings in South America and, you know, something happens in, some, in the Himalayas. Everything is affecting everything else. And... If on arrival there's trauma, severe trauma, then you are built from that action. Right? It's not like if you arrive to a gardener, you're blossomed by the attention and love and care of that gardener. By the sunlight, by the soil, by the gardener, loving, caring, safe, right? If you arrive, and there's severe trauma. You are built by that trauma. The essence, what you grow, is built by that trauma. So, but it's a very different building. It's different to build a person in the soil and the sun and allow for it to blossom into itself, right? Just like these magnificent kind of leaves and flowers. It just, it all kind of, you know, just grows ad infinitum in the reflection of the sun and the soil and the love and the safety. If, however, you have been affected by trauma, it's a very different condition. The condition of trauma or terror upon a child is wipeout, is paralysis. And everything consequent, you know, consequently created is built from that poison, from that paralysis, from that terror. There is no life arriving, right? There's nothing, what's being created is being fueled by some horrific event. And we're given a battery, 100% consciousness. We can grow into the fullest, you know, most, the brightest, you know, consciousness that if we're loved, you know, we, we blossom on in, onto the, you know, the nth degree, right? In trauma, <clears throat> that imagine you get a hundred a room full of light or you get a battery of a hundred percent of light that light is wiped out shut down you shut yourself off from life it's like you're thrown into a vault and the vault and that room is closed and in order for you to survive, that room must be closed. 
I don't know how the universe does it, but it does. Now, if it's overwhelming, you could also die. But if you don't, you're going to sever from that trauma. And you're going to grow according to the conditions of that trauma. And you're going to try to accommodate this impossible place. I would say you put up, you know, posters of freedom in, in hell, thinking that you are in freedom, but you're in hell, you're in the dark. And you are held hostage. So I've always said when I look out onto the world, it feels like I'm looking out from behind a glass wall because there's been a, there's been a captivity, a hostage taking. And that is an event that happened that's buried underground in a dungeon, in a vault. And in front of that vault, or in front of that door, are 10 million entities that are terrifying me, so I don't look there. And they're, they're real, they're energetic, they come up. So what's interesting is that throughout the process of dissolution, because I was built so powerfully to survive, Every time there's a very powerful reality that's going to show up that I have to confront another wall, another layer, I have to then, it is that, that place or that event is surrounded by a wall of demons, a wall of energetic entities that say, don't come in here. In fact, the very first time I even started the process, five years, six years ago now, after 13 and a half years of meditation, the, I got a very clear dream. It was literally a code. I had to face this terrifying evil. So as what's keeping you separated or severed from the trauma is fear. You know, like you know, black hole fear, like, like massive terrorizing energies of terror. Why? Because those things showed up when the event happened when you were little, which of course you were terrified. Now this is how the structure is kept in place, okay? This is the solidity of the structure. Arrival, severe trauma, wipeout, okay? The event and they might, like, I think I went unconscious. The event is then kept hidden, it's severed from you, right? Around it are, you know, 10,000 demons of terror that you have to, that you don't want to face, that you have to face, right? So, and then you build your whole strategy and pretend person and ego, whatever, around that, okay? But all of it is being held in place by the one thing, the thing that terrorized you. And the only way that you're going to heal is by going through each layer and facing the terror along the way. So in other words, the more the terror is in place, 
That terror is keeping your strategies and your egos fueled. So in order for me to just dump it all, for it all to collapse, I have to face every single aspect of it. I can't just say, well, I've been to dungeon number one, and num dungeon number one is one thing I faced, for example. It took me, you know, five years to face the fact that my father sold me. And that in itself was roadkill in the ceremony. Now that's opened, right? I've gotten that out, but now I have to face the next layer, which I didn't even know was there, which was I have to go and relive what happened. I was sold to a pedophile ring. What happened in that, in that space? That's blacked out in my consciousness. So that's like a vault that I have to enter that's been severed from me for years. And around that vault, where the, the memory lives, and where I have to relive what happened are these layers of um, terrifying entities that come up through me to, to continue to refuse me to go in. Right? They're saying, don't look in here because this is going to be mind-blowingly horrible. So, and I've literally been shaken and, you know, I mean, all sorts of things have happened and I'm, I'm tired, you know, because it's, the resistance is trying to stop me from going in. So, you know, I may want to go and live in the south of France and do all these great things, but nothing is going to happen until all of it is clear. Imagine this energy just holding you in place. And it's terror. It's, it's, it's just unbearable terror, right? It will continue to own you as long as you continue to refuse to face it. Now, because it's been there for a long time and it's literally like a vault, like a, it's in a dungeon, right? Imagine a castle, it's in a dungeon surrounded by these terrifying entities that terrify me so I don't go in. I mean, I have to go in, right? I cannot, I'm still paralyzed. So the whole system was set up from this pure terror 60 years ago, whatever, I'm 60 now, right? And it built itself into this mechanism. So, you know, action and reaction, right? You're arriving, there's an event, it's catastrophic, it's overwhelming, you shut down, you paralyze, the terror takes over, you build, and the terror is around, you're building from terror every day. I mean, it might look lovely, it might look normal, it might look perfect, it might, whatever. But it's, all of that is a paralysis. All of it is ruled by the dark. And it's all, um, it's only, f all of it's functioning because the underlying fuel is the terror you cannot face. And when you begin to see all of this and take this apart, you realize everything, oh, but everything is ruled by one thing, terror. And freedom is a complete collapse. This whole thing is being held together by these layers of terror. The terror, inside, imagine a wall of fire, let's call it terror, inside that wall of fire is the event that you refused. You have to penetrate the wall of fire 
to relive the memory. And you'll see it in ceremony. You know, you've got to want it, right? Show me, show me, show me. And after, the, after you allow the puking to happen, so the truth becomes very clear. Now, and that's where I saw myself as a drone, my father selling me in these underground rooms or whatever. I didn't get further. My legs were trembling. Something was going on. I couldn't get that. I couldn't get beyond. I got to the first level. I got to the big, like it was him. Now I have to go into the underground. In fact, when I first started, what I saw were jaguars around me. I'm uh, black, black panthers, which is like now I'm in the underworld. I have to see what went on in there for me to finally, for my child to be released. They're holding her captive with this terror. Now, for, for me to even get here has been, you know, layers of, of, you know, the ayahuasca bombarding my ego, my attachments, my fears, my whole thing, my family, blah, 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 to get to here. But this, none of it, it's, it will all remain in place until that terror is addressed and seen. And I go in beyond that wall of fire and relive because my little girl is still stuck there by the terror. It's like being held hostage by a militia, but it's in your system. You cannot become whole until everything is released. I mean everything. So I had a major cleansing when I was last at Ayahuasca. It was pretty substantial. I felt so raw afterwards. My intestines were just like raw. Now I have to pull out this thing. And the Shipibo see it as energy on my back. And so there's a lot of, it's almost like I have this big dark, kind of monstrosity just perched on my back when I'm doing the ceremonies at home or, you know, connecting. So you have to keep going through the layers and layers and layers because none of it will be completely cleaned out until you remove the instigator of the terror. And I thought facing him was that's what I, that was the, the evil, right? I had to meet the kind of the, the dragon at the entry to the cave. But that was just one cave. Now I have to go into another cave in which there are these vile entities of evil too. And um, my little girl is in there. And I need her, that part of my soul released from there. Because that also is in the dungeon of your consciousness. Let's say there's light when you're, you know everything and there's a dark. That's, it switches you off from consciousness. It's switched off from consciousness to protect you, to whatever. It's, it's, a, it's a mechanism to survive when there's a horrible thing going on. What I built 
in the world was camouflaged. It was all camouflaged to hide the truth of what happened here. Now, I don't know how big it was. Was it happening in Spain? Was it happening here? All I've seen so far in this next adve uh, this adventure, this next sort of piercing into this dark is a room of beds with children. It was some kind of pedophile ring. And I was left there. This wasn't a one-off thing. I thought it was like I was taken, I was abused. No, no. This was, I was left in places. So I need uh, to get there. And it's very deeply blocked in my system. So, and this is how we, it's interesting how terror works, is we block it. We block it physically in our bodies. It's somewhere in our body that the blockage lives. It lives. It's a blockage not only in our consciousness, right? Well, we don't have access to it because let's say we're only on, we're only online like 40% because 60% is the trauma lives there. In our body too, it's, it sits inside of our system, our energetic, it's like an energetic layer. And with me, it was under my heart. It was just sitting there, lodged. It's also, I think, due to lack of love. That's another thing is your heart shuts down. So you can't receive and give love. Your just heart shuts down. There's no love there. That's another thing about these blocks. There's no love there. It's all empty of love or care. Which of course it is, for God's sake, right? So, but what I'm saying is that you can't half be out of it. You can't be half pregnant. Same thing. The whole thing has to be a mission to be collapsed. Now, you may not know how deep it goes. I had no idea how bad it was, how deep this thing went, how horrific and that I was being held hostage. And in fact, I saw it in a ceremony. I was on the floor, hands behind my back. I was a hostage to the dark. My child was taken and used. So my mission is to bring her home. In order to bring my child home, I have to penetrate, you know, these energies of terror. A wall, it's a wall of fire that sits outside where your child is. I've seen it many ways, like I'm in the back of a cave, I'm in a closet, I'm all, you know, I'm all kind of like, like in this fetal position in a closet. There are all these sort of images that I've seen of where I am. And it's me in my body, in my consciousness, in that state. Whatever I built, this person that I built to survive, that severed, that abandoned her, it was all built as an airbag on top of this, you know, site of poison, of prison. Okay. I think it was a great Argentinian uh, movie where there was a called The Secret of Their Our Eyes or something, where I think this child was kept trapped underground in some... Anyway, it's just all the same shit. It's just happening inside of you energetically. You can't, it's not manifest out here because it happened in the past. 
but it's alive in a past in you and you are keeping that memory blocked which means you cannot flow you cannot move you're not you I mean, you know everything I do is a defense mechanism, it's a strategy for survival it is not a flow it is not a right it's just and one of the ways and we have strategies you know you got to see how you built yourself it's all about how you've been built this is why it's so important because everything becomes a distraction to this massive truth that you've hidden so for me i was always inventing ideas and there was build and you know and stories and businesses it was all like rah rah i was like a fucking cheerleader but it was all on the run I was always trying to invent another person, pretend myself into another existence. I could do this business, we'll do that business. It's all the same shit. It's covering up. It's if you're on hot coals, you have to keep covering up the horror of the truth. So you can't half do it, which is why I'm still stuck here doing it. You know, it's like this thing was huge. It's like, you know, you think you're going to a little well and it turns out you're in a fucking huge crater in the middle of the desert. It's like this thing is vast and huge and it requires constant um, facing. It's like when you're an archaeological digger and you just keep digging. You have to keep sitting and keep getting to the end because in that place, your soul, your child is being held hostage. If a trauma happened between an adult and a child, your child is held hostage. You may have grown into a fabulous whatever, I don't care, real estate agent in Malibu or whatever. That's all a cover. Everything is a cover because it's fueled by terror. And terror is a very active energy to keep you distracted. You have to remove all distractions. And those include relationships within your family. My own mother, it's like, had to be severed. Everything had to be removed so I can fully focus on rescuing my fucking child, my little munchkin, because of that evil. And I had no access. It was completely severed. I blacked out. I don't know when I came to. In fact, in a ceremony, I had my child was, I, was, she was, I thought she was dead. She was asleep in my arms. It was like she'd gone into a coma on this. overwhelm. This is bigger than PTSD. This is blackout of consciousness. So that's how trauma is held within us. We can carry, we can survive. You know, we can, you know, build the, the, the power of the mind is huge. We can build all sorts of stuff with the power of our mind. We can survive the power of our mind. We can refuse, denial, etc. The mind is very powerful. But the mind can also be dismantled. But it requires some very powerful 
stuff. In my case, the medicine of ayahuasca. Because I was built like a Russian submarine. Nothing was going to get in. The bigger the back, the bigger the front. The more powerful the need to really fuel that belief system and make it impenetrable so it would never collapse to see what really happened. So as you wipe out all these attachments and distractions and beliefs, there's only one thing that needs to be done. And you're going to be in resistance to it. I am in resistance to it, which is why it's taken so long. I was in complete resistance to it. Right? It's like, I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Like, who am I, you know, what? No, nothing. You will know nothing until you have faced the final curtain. The truth of what happened in those, for me in those particular, in that place. Who did it? When did it happen? What when I've got to physically re-experience it? It's like that moment, right? You're at one with everything, and then boom, severing. Now this horrific thing has happened. It's over. Your life force has disappeared. Your soul is gone. I want my soul back. But in order to get that back, in order for this whole system to collapse, this whole baked bullshit, this whole life of bullshit, which is all a cover-up for this terrifying event that basically changed the course of my life from when I was a child, from when I was a little. You will be, if you want to go in, If you want to go in, you really have to go in. So I had been a hostage for 60 years because my little girl is still there in captivity. And whilst she is in captivity, all of me is in captivity. None of this structure can completely collapse. It's been dissolved, but it cannot completely collapse like the Titanic until that final piece is revealed. Right? The whole thing is being held in place by that initial event that was such an overwhelm that my soul left. In facing that, your soul returns. As long as there's a threat, there's no you. As long as there's a threat, you're in captivity. As long as there's a threat, your soul's not coming home. You are in strategy and defense mode. You have to face whatever the threat was that blacked you out, that traumatized you, that took you hostage. It owns you. The terror owns you. In the ceremony in Peru, when all the Indians were saying, come on, Maria, let's go, they came for me. I couldn't leave this family the amount of sort of pressure in my system. It was like going against gravity itself. I couldn't do it because I was so held in place by terror that I had no access to. 
and the terror was of being sold to a pedophile ring to be abused. And then I blacked out. So trauma lives in the dark. Trauma is rigged and you know fueled by terror. At the terror of a child. In that terror, your soul leaves. In that terror, you are paralyzed or blacked out. And then you are a slave of whatever situation. So you will build whatever that condition requires, but it is fueled by terror and paralysis and powerlessness. That's it. And, in, or, and so you're baked. And the thing is, you will sever so you won't know. You will forget that you were Shanghai. You will forget it will, because it's so, it's a memory that's in the dungeon. You will be uncomfortable, you'll be depressed, whatever, but you'll never get to it because you cannot, because it's, it's just so deeply hidden by the roaring energy of terror. And you'll placate it by agreeing, by submitting, by shape-shifting, by PRing, by whatever you do. I have a bubble machine. My fantasy was a bubble machine. I will forget. I will continue to re-erase this. And I'll become this 10 million other people. So by the time, you know, I even begin this thing, I've already, you know, I've, I've gone through 10 different identities to survive. So it's the baked final product that needs to be unbaked. It is difficult. It is challenging. You know, in a ceremony, I felt like roadkill, basically. You are being torn apart. You are being disassembled piece by piece. And you're disassembled every time you get closer to that wall of fire that contains the truth in the dark, the actual event. It is alive within you. You have shut it down, but it is alive within you and it is dragging energy and you will not be able to move, like the back of a boat, you know? When the wave, I've been on those, you know, once I almost fucking died, but anyway, where the, the, the wave is dragging back the boat you cannot, it doesn't matter how much engine, how much you put on the pedal, it cannot move because the, the power of that energy that's pulling, of the wave of the sea is pulling that boat back, you cannot move. It's the same thing with trauma. If the energetic pull on you is like, you know, the power of a, of a star. It's like gravity. It's like going against gravity. So how do you resolve that and dissolve that? You have to keep going in to the place where you've been paralyzed because it was overwhelming and relive that, go and face that fear and process what happened.
right? And no. Um, it's not <laughs> too much. And I understand why people say, I don't want to do ayahuasca because I'll get a psychotic break. People say that, oh, I'm going to get... No, because the ayahuasca doesn't work like that. The ayahuasca works little piece by little piece by little piece. It's like you keep coming to these landings, like, okay, you got here, okay, something happened, all right. She keeps bringing you to these different... The way you surface, it's like when you go down in the deep of the ocean, you don't surface up immediately, it's bit by bit by bit, because you could, you know, get the whatever they call that disease thing that you get when you come up very quickly. No, you have to be dismantled and rebuilt, dismantled, rebuilt, dismantled, you can't just take all of that in one go, your whole system would have a fucking nervous breakdown, you would have a psychotic break. It's piece by piece by piece by piece. You're given a little bit and you digest it and you process it. You give another little bit and you digest it and you process. Little by little, but you don't just surface from the bottom right to the top. You're given the courage and more and more power to face it each step of the way. If you commit to this incredible medicine and to the uh, ayahuasca, to the process, you will come to the truth in the time that it takes for you to integrate it all. Because you think, well, how do you do this all alone, blah, blah, blah. Well, because you have the medicine. It's in your system. And if you connect to it, she will continue to help you reach these other depths of understanding. So what you're, what's stuck there is your little child shut down, held captive, your whole life is fueled by that event. It is fueled by fear, no matter how you try to cover it up. So you have to be convinced, all the, as you're dis dissolving, you have to be convinced, because you don't know anything, little by little, and as you, the whole earth opens up, you begin to see the truth of everything. But for that to happen in your whole system, energetically, emotionally, physically, it's a big deal. Your whole body is being transformed you're being dissolved, dismantled, energetically. You cannot see it. It's piece by piece. That's what this is about. It's like watching the grass grow. You can't see the grass grow. You have to put it on a camera to make it go very fast. Same thing is happening. You can't see what's going on. It's just happening. Little by little by little. I actually saw it in a ceremony, it's like, I was in the underground, it's like I was, my little girl came up out of the ground. You are freed from the captor of trauma and the captors. But it requires your commitment, your willingness to go into the dark, your willingness to face the fear, your willingness to commit to bringing home your little boy or little girl. You are made out of energy. You are, that energy is made out of belief. It is arising and fueled by the light or the dark. But it is energy, and energy can be transformed into anything. In the same way water becomes ice and steam, 
So energy can be dissolved, but it is held together with these powerful forces. You are held materially in place by the forces of evil, by, sorry, by the forces of the dark or the light. And belief, everything is that. It is belief and energy, which combines emotion and physicality. I believe now, having been in this dissolution process, this uncooking, that absolutely we are made by the tiny events of every single moment of our life when we arrive here. Everything is sculpting. It's like being on a potter's wheel. You are being sculpted by every breath, every action, everything. The whole container of your environment makes you energetically. You are inhaling. You are being maneuvered by it. So when the ayahuasca comes in, she's going straight to the potters, to the kiln where you were baked and dissolving you. And that's peace by peace, by the events, and especially if there's trauma, by the terror of the events, they keep you sculpted and paralyzed in place. It's the event. You don't think things when you're a kid. You experience, your whole body is experiencing that moment. It is pure terror. That is what's sculpting you. It's not, oh, they're coming for me and they're going to do, no, it's just like, fuck, I'm going to die. You don't even think it, you're just like, your whole body is in response to it. What you're facing is the initial roaring monster of terror. And it's an entity, it's a whole energetic apparition that's coming up, and for me it just comes up through me. That terror is refusing my access to the memory and the reliving and the seeing. And the healing is the seeing and reliving of the event for this whole structure to be collapsed. Because at one point, I shut down. If you shut down at one point, and that breaker switch took your life force, which is like a breaker switch of life, you have to go back for that, for that breaker switch to be put back on. So you are 100% online. And you won't know any of this until you're going through it. None of it. I have no idea. Everything is revealed slowly. Again, it's a slow surfacing. Otherwise, you'd get the bends, that's what they call it, right? You don't just pop up and out. It's a slow, slow, slow surfacing out of the dark. And I think what's marvelous about the ayahuasca, because this job was so huge, this horror so big, that's so hidden, so refused, so severed, that in between the healing and the challenges and the terror, were pockets of light that showed me what this end would look like. I would eventually leave. I would, my soul would be returned. I would be released from this place. But in order to do so, I would have to keep 
going in and facing the demons and the terror and the wall of fire that refused me access to my child. That's how this thing works if you're doing ayahuasca and you have severe trauma. Everything is just energy. Belief. Um, Aquam airbags of survival strategies, distractions. But in my instance, there was a capture, a theft. And I'm sure if, you've, if anyone's listened to this and had severe trauma, it's a theft. A child and an adult, it's a theft. So you have to dissolve all your conditioning, all your strategies, everything is dissolved so you can see. It's, it's literally, again, like I said, you know, like you have to take the bath out of the bath water to let the monster rise up that hides beneath that. I remember a dream a long time ago I was under the water of just all these monsters. Horrific. So, again, you won't understand the process, you won't understand how you got here, or I have no idea what, you know, I haven't got into any of this. But if you want your healing, You've got to commit. You have to commit to yourself. And you have to go face the fear. That was the most difficult thing for me, to see, just face all this terror. And then to see what was done, and then to, yeah, it's just. It's like you come back to be a warrior for yourself. You're the warrior that slays the dragon. Or many dragons. <laughs> I mean, I'm not done. I thought it was done. I was like, I'm done. It's done. Because I had a huge thing. I saw him selling me. But I thought, oh, it was horrific. I was roadkill. Yeah, I'm not done. And then I had a two-week, like, oh, I sat in ceremony. I was like, oh, nothing was happening. Okay, that's it. I'm home. I'm like, it's done. No. Then the, then the Black Panthers showed up. Oh, fuck. We're going into the underworld now, Maria. All right. That's it. Let's go. And it's been exhausting. It's very, because you're in resistance. Your whole system is in resistance of seeing this thing. So we're shut down early on. So if you're on the journey, keep going on the journey. If you haven't started the journey, you know, at some point you will. You can do it. I'm the biggest coward there is in the fucking universe. I hate everything. I'm terrified of everything. You know, if, you can, if I can do it, anyone can do it. It's like... If I can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. Go rescue your little munchkin. Go get your soul back. Go heal yourself. Let yourself go back in the river. Your light is oh so much more powerful. Bye.